And we have the Boomtown Saints on the phone with us now. Good morning, Chris and Ben. How are you guys? Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning. How about yourself? Oh, man. Couldn't be better. We're stoked to talk to you. This is really the first time we're getting to chat and, and stretch out in conversation. I mean, especially since we've seen you, but since some big moments. So welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here, guys. So where are you guys? Where are you right now? You, you've kind of been on the road, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, so currently uh, we are we are we are bracing for the uh, fall winter run right now. So I'm actually down in Florida on the beach right now. I've been hanging out in Nashville, uh, getting ready to head on vacation for a couple of days next week. Uh, but yeah, we have a big, big fall and winter coming up. So we're trying to get our, our rest and relaxation of family time in right now. Oh, man. Oh, man. So you can't, you have no, if you lose service, we just know you're chilling on the beach, man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ben, how can he do that to you? <laughs> well, hey, it's awesome that we've made it ha happen in this way. It's cool that we can come together from, you know, different parts of the country in a way to, to, to bring one moment to people. And today is the debut of your your next song, I know you've had a couple of songs like like the the song "No Bad Days." Is, is it, I've loved that song, and I, I've been waiting to see you know what it's gonna do. And then you guys like just just over I guess two or three weeks from seeing you, you gave you give us a single like "All Trucks Go to Heaven." Is that was this the one that, that, that you thought is is gonna reach the stars? This is the one that that was deserving to go first. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. This this song is, uh, this is a song we, as we were putting our album together, uh, that's going to be coming out next year. We had a number of songs that were pitched to us long that we've written, and uh, a lot of the stuff was going to be on it, but also a few songs pitched to us. And this song was actually written by some powerhouse writers in Nashville. Uh, Jeremy Busey, Taylor Phillips, and Benjamin Stennis. I mean, if you Google any of those guys, you're going to find, like, Till You Can't uh, by Cody within their catalog. Yeah. And uh, we heard it, and, you know, I, as musicians, as artists, it's really our responsibility to an extent to make sure when we put a song out, it's going to connect with 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 our audience. And um, when we heard this song, it was just one of those ones we knew immediately. It, it had been out for a second, but then as we talked through it and we listened to it, heard the production on it uh, with Gordon, a Grammy Award-winning producer, head of 8-Track Entertainment. Um, when we heard it, we were like, this is it, man, this is it. And I know, Ben, you want to tell him kind of, kind of your, your emotional tie to the song as well. Absolutely. I mean, when when we first got got pitched this song, I was sitting there listening to it, and um, Dad passed when I was 19 years old, Man. and uh, he he had a 1977 Chevy that he he kind of, he kind of kept. My mom has kept it for a long time, and and uh, I I could just him in that truck up and just driving around, and every time I get in that truck, I kind of I I feel him, and so this this song kind of hit with me on a personal level yeah man because when you bring around your first song that's it's really making its radio rounds it needs to be special and it needs to be sentimental and it needs to sort of define your character and i saw man i just i saw you out on a limb uh, just a couple of weeks ago though ben when you put the video up about this and how how much it meant to you and for me being somebody who's lost to his father as well i i can we can definitely we never we're, we never outgrow that feeling you know we, we just don't it doesn't it doesn't wear on us, but we, we can grow closer to the relatability of that feeling and how we can turn it 
into an opportunity for somebody. And I think you really bringing it close to home for you. All trucks go to heaven. It really brings some significance to it from the lyrics. I, I wanted to ask, is the bird dog a non-fictional character in the, in the lines in the song? Or is that something that you, you know, one of you guys had a dog like that, you know, it's in the chorus. Uh, that, that would be me. Okay. Okay. So really was. I've, I've, I've had, I've had several bird dogs over the years that I've, I've trained and, you know, they, they, shotgun they in the back <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I, I love that man it feels like everything gives a warm welcoming a home type of spirit a homegrown spirit to the group to the song uh as you mentioned this is a part of a future project what was something that's important to you about getting across with this that people can may look forward to with your new work with your upcoming projects yeah so this song um you know, we, we, reason we want, another reason we wanted to come out of the gates with this one is we really felt like it pulled in. It pulled in a lot of the 90s country, uh, kind of the lyrics, the feel a bit, but it also is a bit of a fusion with with modern country. Um, you know, not necessarily the, the 808 type country, but it has a fusion, but with the pool. Uh, the rest of our project, the next song we have coming out is a complete 180 from this one uh, from, a, from a feel perspective. It's a you know, we, we actually played it down there in Muscle Shoals a few weeks ago, and it's uh, one of those songs that every time we play it live, people are out of their seats. It's called uh, Block Top Don't, and yeah. uh, people are out of their seats. But going through it, Ben and I have very different um, and very diverse in musical influences throughout the course of our lives. Uh, my influences include Boys to Brian McKnight, George Benson. Um, you know, he, he came up on classic rock and then, you know, real rooted in old school country. Uh, but that's what you're going to hear a lot of that fusion through the course of the record. Um, some songs that sound a little more on the R&B hip hop side uh, with, with definitely rooted in our 90s country roots. But you're going to hear a little bit more of the, you know, the, the, the way the song, the, the, excuse me, the lyrics are sung. Uh, side of it, we have a couple songs that are just straight, you know, from Ben from or Mississippi, something that he would... Uh, singing and hanging out too on a, on a Friday yeah. night with, when his buddies out in Mississippi. See, um, yeah, yeah we, I mean, which I'll go ahead. I'm so sorry. I, I was, I was actually about to just compliment the fact that you've, you've actually leaned to both sides of, of a country space. I mean, you've really got the good, the good backwoods hanging out by a campfire kind of feel with some songs, but then you really bring out the rock and the energy. I mean, even just to your intro, the here comes the boom, you get people real excited. <laughs> What's more your favorite type of that style though? Since, you're describing more of a slower paced uh, kind of a, a thrill about the music. Is the, is it the exciting sides of it or is it more classic country that you're, you're hoping to, to, to feel out and, and express in the future? You know, I, I think in Ben, you know, obviously correct me if, if I'm wrong speaking for you here, but you know, I think from, first of all, and actually asked that question to date. So from the country music that sets it apart, in, in my opinion, is you know the stories uh you know country is really rooted you can tell really deep uh stories and you know the deep and more emotional get the lost people and and just coming from the background i know that that doesn't always translate to other styles of music especially on the radio so we definitely have a towards songs that are uh you know pull an emotional response out of people all trucks go to hell on the side uh so when it comes to recordings yes that's kind of where our, our lean is on the on the live side, uh, like our intro and the way we try to, you know, effective when we play is to make people about their problems for however long we're on stage. If it's 20 minutes, two hours, uh, we want people to forget about what's going on outside those doors 
and just have a good time. So when we're playing live, we definitely lean more towards the, the rock forward type tree uh, because we found it allows people to just let go a little bit and uh, just forget about whatever issues you're having outside the doors and just have some fun. Man, well, we saw that that was that was evident, and I'll, I want to go to Ben here in a second because Ben, I mean, you got you held it down on stage when Chris was in the crowd. I mean, involved. You guys did a song for veterans, and you went around the crowd, Chris, and shook the veterans' hands. You know, right before your set ended, and I think that speaks volumes about you guys too—the involvement, the willingness to connect with your crowd and the people who would care about your music, whether they are familiar with it or not. You you have a uh, something urgency about you when you're willing to to get involved and meet these people and have that personal connection. How does that translate? Do you think Ben and and just some of the some of the work that you're doing? Do you feel like a, a more involved sounds, just more camaraderie to the game? Something that you guys are are set up to bringing? Absolutely. I mean, Chris, Chris, and I both believe that it's all about one thing. And that's that's the fans. That's that's the people out there in the crowd. Because without them, we, we have no career. We we have nothing. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate everybody that we go and play for. And you know, when we're done with the show, we'll go over to the merch table. He and I will sit there for as long. If there's a hundred thousand people that want this, we'll sit there until the very last one of them Man. is <clears throat> has gone. We we absolutely love being out in the crowd. Love being with people. He, he and I are both. We that's what kind of drew us to each other because we, you know, when we spoke, uh, spark, sparked up a friendship, I was like, okay, this guy's personalities like mine, yeah. we're going to get along great. And, and I think that, that translates, both of our energy translates, um, to the crowd. And well, that, that sounds, it sounds exciting, but I've seen it. I've been able to witness it physically. Uh, have you guys made a connection around the country before? I mean, years prior to to setting up this new new music, how much time have you spent? I guess putting some music on stage versus you know versus just being being head down in the writing process. Has it been a long time climbing out in front of people, or have you spent more of your time in the writing sense of spaces? Yeah, we cut our teeth. Excuse me, we cut our teeth uh, with the live show. So August two thousand. 18 was our 18. first show together. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was August 2018, and we really didn't go head down into writing until COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, before then, I mean, we've played, I don't know how many hundreds of shows around the country, um, you know, just kind of cutting our teeth, learning learning what what, uh, what we do, yeah. what we think we do best, what people think we do best, which sometimes is way different than what we think. But, right. um, yeah, we, we, we really cut our teeth playing live shows. We started on the college circuit. And, uh, you know, those turn into, turn into parties. Then we tried to branch out a bit into more of the uh, commercial space and, you know, playing some more of the country clubs around the country. And uh, when COVID hit, we obviously had no choice but to dive into writing. And that's where it really took off with some of the songs we've written. And we've, we've been able to refine our sound a little bit more as opposed to just trying to work on our live show, our presence, the way we look on stage. Now we have much more defined sound than when we began back in 2000. Is, is that something that you recognized on your own? Because we've talked to a dozen artists around that this year, even, you know, that, that and in the past year leading to this one, that have still been trying to break through the, the time period that held them up. They've either seen something in themselves that, that they were confident in, a song that they were ready to put on stage, a song that they were they knew was ready for crowd reaction, but they couldn't, they didn't know, you know, how long it'd be before they could put it in front of a crowd. Uh, did, did COVID, that break, did that that set you back or did it set you up for the future? 
Uh, I think it set it set us up. Really? So it didn't hold you. It wasn't a roadblock in in too many ways, other than just performing in front of people with your with your work. It it was a it was a chance to to really sit down and really sit down to and write and and figure out the next plan because we were we were we we didn't know if it was going to last forever, but we were hoping on. And as soon as over, we were hoping to just get back out as fast as we could, but with the best material that we possibly could and the best plan yeah. going forward. Yeah, and it also helped us, I mean, you talk about the, the process of writing in COVID versus, you know, what we in mind. We actually wrote a song with our buddy Trey O'Dell, County Line. It's, it's, it's about, even though we don't live in a dry county, it's about living in a dry county, and it's about, you know, finding a place with friends on a Friday night to go out to a field somewhere across the county line and have a good time with a bunch of your friends and just hang out. And, and just you know try to pass the time because you have nothing else to do, yeah. um, and that was definitely came straight from what we were feeling during the COVID process, where you know you, we weren't allowed to go to people's houses per yeah. law in some places, uh, and so we were you know we were talking. It was more of a longing type song, but it turned into one of our better uh, party anthems, if you will. And we play it live. You know, you, you can feel the where it came from, but at the same time, you can feel the urgency that we felt when we were writing it, ready to get back out there and have fun with some people. Um, and so I think it really find our sound in itself as well. Wow, man. And hearing this back, it, it is really cool, but this is a rare time to get to talk about a time period that either made you or, or could have broken you because we're on the other side of it in a way. You know, we, we are, you know, on, on the fringes of, of it being a dangerous to shows and affecting them, but how it affected your group, it could have could have held things up because of the undetermined future about it. But I know now on stage... You know, we, we haven't gotten to see the mirror of what's on stage, how how it helps us just yet. A lot of it in, in its fullest. But now I feel like you've got more, you, you, you'll have more bands on the road than ever that are going to have material that they wrote in that time period. Do you feel like you wrote a lot of material in the downtime or more of your material that you're going to be showing us has been uh, outside of COVID? It's been ready for stages and more about being out and more about partying and, you know, the feeling you get away from just being tucked in. Yeah, we we definitely wrote the majority of what we're going to bring to the table during COVID. Um, we we have a bunch of songs that that it, it allowed it gave time to refine what we're doing. So in the writing process, you get out there and you start writing, and end up song you put page and you move. You know, I guess working forward with it. Uh, one thing we had the opportunity to do was go back and really revisit how you know whether it's a you know, upbeat party song, a slow-paced, laid-back song. We were able to revisit the emotions, lyrics a lot, and we were able to refine them and make them. You know, when you just read them on the, the paper, text, instead of hearing it when you read it on paper, does it resonate? Yeah. We're able to do that for a shoot over a year, yeah. um, and most of what you're going to hear, even the songs that we're working with, uh, for instance, "All Trucks Go to Heaven," we recorded it as we were coming out of COVID. We got it during COVID, the COVID shutdown. Um, so the majority of what you're going to hear uh, actually. Can't either can't or we run while we do anything else. Wow. And that's so unique for you. And I know that's going to be a story that you, I'm, I'm so thankful that you understood that question because it's a hard, uh, it's a hard space to speak from, but, but you're going to be, you know, translating something that could be, could be blended in with everybody else who wrote during that time period on stage, you know, but you've got a chance now to make it, to make it something that's outside of that space. But you came through it, you know, from 2018 to now, it's been a long climb. And here we are today, live on the radio, bringing folks, all trucks go to heaven. Are we ready for people to hear this thing through the airwaves, y'all? 
Absolutely. All yeah, right. Man, well, I'm going to let you guys set it up, and, and this is going to be this first spin. All trucks go to heaven. Since sign up with 8-Track Entertainment. And, man, is there anything you want to say to those guys or any of the guys that have been in the, the, the inside space with you that you want to salute before we salute the song and let it let it take its life? Absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, Noah Gordon, Gary Crane. So they, they're the producers on the song. Also, uh, no, uh, excuse me, Noah is the head of 8-Track Entertainment. Gary is our manager. They have been absolutely instrumental. Without them, uh, more than really anybody else, we wouldn't be here. They get ready to hear the song. They also produce the song. I want to thank them. The whole team at Eight Track right now. I mean, we have you know we have Claire Taylor who's helping us get uh, you know really push things to the world. We have a radio team, uh, Tony Morial, that's really pushing things. Um, you know, we have a team behind us that made this possible. Ben and I don't take for granted that we get to sit, have us get to hear our voices on the radio, but. Uh, for sure, without these people, this we would be uh, we would be doing what we were doing in COVID, just sitting there hoping. So we want to those people. Ben, anybody? Not only, oh man, but we are we are like Chris said, very humble, and very thankful for for everybody. I mean, it say it, it takes a very well. <laughs> man, uh, it's it's been absolutely, and they're they're an awesome team. Well, man, it's a long time coming for us in a full circle moment. I wish I had been able to have this conversation with you before the show that we saw you at, on, at Spirit of Freedom the first of this month. But it's we've we've grown to, to now get to know each other, and we're going to be friends for a long time. We'll be in touch through all your releases. And, and history, you know, has got its eyes on, on you guys. And, and we'll be able to tell your story, and you'll be able to speak from all the different time periods you've lived and grown through and hopefully find much success through as Boomtown Saints. Let's do it, guys. Set it up. Send it in. Let's give it its first spin right now. All right, everybody. We are the Boomtown Saints. This is our first uh, normal radio. Uh, everybody loses something every now and then. That makes it free. If you like us, if you like one, you get that feeling back. That's what this song's about. It's called All Trucks Go to Heaven. That vinyl on the bench seat's starting to tear And there's a new crack in the dash every week, I swear A little more static on the radio All them miles are starting to show It's just a matter of time, I know Before I have to let her go I hope it winds up well, them streets are gonna turn them back
up when them streets are gold Turning back, folding wide open Red dirt roads up and running My old burned out shotgun Trucks go to heaven